My name is Brandon Boy, co-owner of Roberta's, a super duper awesome place. Roberta's is a very, 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 very proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Can you dig it? Uh, that that uh, I don't even know what to say. That is the best new theme music. I mean, I miss I miss the Nichols and May of the Now generation because so many of our guests didn't know what the hell we were talking about. I think we are still the Nichols and May of the Now generation. I don't know. Let's ask our our, our guests. Do you guys know who Nichols and May are? Come on, Roger. You're old enough. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't think he's old enough. Bunny, I do not. Bunny's Mike Nicholson, per- Elaine May. Oh. That- Perfectly so when you say the first names, I know who they are. Okay. Yeah, that's bad, though. I should still know That's them. like half... He half knew what it was. Yeah, yeah I should know. Yeah, It's like Stiller and Mirror, right? Yeah. Exactly. Stiller and Mirror. We are the Stiller and Mirror of, of, of our, our generation. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's our new show, Arts and Seizure. Well, I'm Arts. <laughs> Excitable Mike is Seizures. Seizures. <laughs> there was never any question about well, that. Well, like I said, at least with Mike and Judy, I know, knew who I was. We'll, we'll see how this goes, Judy. We'll see. I might have a seizure. <laughs> but I'm really excited. The first guests of our new show are two New York One workers who have formed a band called Perp Walk, Roger Clark and Bunny Hirsch. Welcome, you guys. Hey, thanks Thank for you. having us. And, and this is awesome. And, and Roger, of course, we see you on, on the TV all the time, on the TV. You're like an honor. Superstar, local <laughs> local television star. Yeah, I have a good time. It's fun. It's a good game. We've been doing it for twelve years now. So wow. in New York, one. So it's pretty. Uh, thank God. Hopefully, they keep me. And around I was thinking because now, you're, now that you got your band and you're on TV, you're sort of like John Tesh. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find like like, like, uh, like a nice like like, car- like parallel career path because it's so hard to get out of TV. You know, I mean yeah. that guy from Starsky and Hutch tried to make country records. No one really cared, but you know, but John Tesh, you know, so. John Tesh, um, he was uh, he had some some rocking tunes. I, I, I looked I, I looked him up. Not only does he have like 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 six Grammys, he has like a, a journalist award from the Associated Press. Yeah, he he actually worked <laughs> for. Uh, I mean, you guys, he worked for for the local CBS affiliate, yeah. and then he went up to the sports. Uh, and then he was at Entertainment Tonight, and then he like just threw it all away and said, "I'm going to be a musician." And Roger also Clark, this a is relationship advisor. Yeah. He got married, and he and his wife immediately started doing relationship seminars for a while, which I think is like really tempting fate when you hold <laughs> your relationship up as like, "Oh, I can teach you to how to have a relationship because I have a great one." Somebody's probably cheating. I think he was married to like what well, that actress Connie Sellers. Right? Se- yeah, Connie yeah. Sellers. Why do I know these things? This is not good. I, don't, I didn't know that. But he's, isn't he like a Christian? Doesn't he do like Christian music? Isn't that part of? His, his thing? Probably. He seems kind of cr- churchy. It's yeah. like Kenny G of the keyboards. But your name, your name, Perp Walk, is a very newsy name. Like, and, and Bunny, I think that was your call? Yes. 
because crime is funny. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> always loving news. And hey, we love Rush. They even have a lyric in their perp walk. But I, you know, thought about that after actually. But we act. It was a coincidence. Someone, a Rush fan, actually asked me like, "Hey, did that come from this song?" And I was like, "No, it's from current events, not prog rock." Yeah. But we like prog rock, but yeah. No, it's just, it's it's funny and cute, and it's fun when those are on TV. Come on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Perp walk's the best. Well, what's, what's, what's one of your favorite perp walks? Like a celebrity perp walk. Did you have Lindsay ever? Did you do the Lindsay's perp walk? I did the kid from um, from Sopranos, uh, the, uh, oh, right. AJ, when he got <laughs> right. busted for pot, I think it was, or something like that, or for like harassing some kid over something. Um, I, I was at that one, and it was like so weird chasing him down the block with all the rest of the photographers. I was like, I can't believe I'm chasing... Anthony Jr. down the block, you know, because <laughs> like, he got caught with weed. Yeah, it was like, really, it was kind of interesting. I was trying to think of like what the great perp walks are, and I was thinking maybe Lee Harvey Oswald had to be at the top of the list. That was that was pretty eventful. <laughs> yeah. I heard some big stuff happen. Yeah, that's spectacular. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the few that we're still talking about years later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, do the cops ever like? Do they ever do the criminal a favor and take them out the wrong door, or is this like a fun thing for them too? Uh, I don't, you know, I'm not sure how, you know, it's really kind of, it depends on the day, but how, how it usually works. But um, a lot of times, I mean, if somebody did something pretty bad, they have, I don't think they really have any qualms about taking them out the front door, you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I've studied criminology in school. And I agree that crime can be fun <laughs> from a distance. It's addictive to watch. Oh, yeah. Except for that Nancy Grace. I cannot, wa- I can't watch her. Oh, yeah, yeah. It depends on the case, I suppose, but, you know. Once in a while. They're filming Law & Order SVU in front of my house this week. I'm very excited. I love a good crime drama. Excellent. Try to get in the background. (laughs) Throw (laughs) things on them. I'll just be hanging out my window. Or or, or just steal some pizza from craft services. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) We have the best pizza in the world here. We're going to eat on the air because we're not professional here. Unlike our two professional news journalists, you probably don't get to eat on the air very often unless you're... No, Roger goes on all sorts of stores. He probably part of your job is to... Uh, every well, every once in a while, yeah, like right. you know, we're talking about you doing the local farm story and the, mm-hmm. and, the and the honeybee story. Yeah, like the with the farm stories, a lot of times the guys will be like, "Here, take this," and rip it off the vine, and here and say, "Eat it." You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, and I'm a little germphobic, so I'm so, so I'm getting better as I get with my, in my old age. Like I'm like, uh, yeah, I'll eat that tomato from the top of a roof in Long Island City. Yeah, tastes <laughs> <laughs> sashy, but it's local. Yeah, it's always good stuff, though. But it's local, therefore it must be the best. <laughs> so have you both been working there since New York One started? No. Not yeah. old no. enough. This oh, is, it's good. 21 years old this year. Oh, I've okay. been there 12. Really yeah, yeah. It's 21 years old just a couple of weeks ago. So, But I've been there 12. So that's not bad. That's a pretty decent run. That's a long run. Knockwood, you know, so far. Right, you Some be, people have been there the whole time, though. You had a nice run up to uh, New York One, too, right? We were talking about before. You had the gig of turning on the national anthem in the morning. Right, yeah. My, <laughs> when I first graduated, yeah, like after I got out of college, uh, I had a really bad New York accent because I'm from Queens. And I had to... Um, Kind of do a little bit of a loop <laughs> through New York State, a lot of small stations to get back home. So you went upstate to lose a bad accent. You got to do, do assimilate back to New York. <laughs> I'm from <laughs> Rochester. I know what a bad accent is. Daddy. <laughs> oh, there's an accent up there? I never noticed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of an accent. There's nobody understood what I was saying half the time. Like It was so funny. People would call in and say, talk slower. Yeah, that's... Please. I have no idea. You know, I'd be reading the newscast. ba 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 you know. Like a machine gun. Did you always want to do news? I started wanting to get into sports, but um, I found that the people who were doing the sports uh, like sports way too much, like right. more than even I liked it. Like I, I still love sports, but I kind of like the idea of sitting in front of a 
TV and watching my Jets and the Mets and suffering with them. And oh, you like the loser New York I like team. Total, I like every <laughs> you know? loser team. It's depressing. Because yeah. the men in my family also like the loser. My brother had Jets season tickets until they started to do well. Then he couldn't afford them anymore. But... Um, yeah, Jets and the Mets all the way. Yeah, but of course, all the people I went to, I went to Syracuse, and all the people who like who I'm talking about are now like hosting Monday Night Football. <laughs> so maybe I should have <laughs> stuck with it. <laughs> I don't know. It's a pretty good gig. That's not a bad gig. Well, I predict the Perp Walk is your ticket to fame. This is what's going to get you out of out of the, the narrow purview of New York One and put put you on the national stage. <laughs> and crime is international. Crime. Is. Who doesn't love crime? Yeah. Who doesn't love crime? So what are we going to hear? You okay? We'll talk about your upcoming shows after your first song, but what are we going to hear first? Because the sooner you guys play, the sooner we can eat this pizza. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> While you're playing, your little heart's out, we'll be noshing. Ah, there's no stench in here, but we're going to play Stench in My Kitchen. All right, let's hear it for Perp Walk. noise joe come on get on it <laughs> and welcome back to joe the engineer wow roger it was bonk you were such a beatnik <laughs> that was a very beatnik it's been song. a while since so i've never actually played them like with the with our that's stuff right. yeah, it it's unfamiliar and kind of interesting actually. yeah it was weird yeah i hope yeah. we were okay that's the arts and seizures right there yeah, yeah. bringing people out of their comfort zone def- oh yeah since yeah. two o'clock today <laughs> it was fun bringing it in on the subway. I put it in a backpack, but I was kind of like, I was actually thinking it would be cool to just have them out and be like, hey. Pick up a few extra Oh, it's showtime. I play bongo. Exactly. It's showtime. Yeah, it was so totally wimpy of me you know, to put time, it in a backpack and hide it. <laughs> and every time that mariachi band comes on onto the six train, I'm thinking, am I just paying for their dry cleaning bills? <laughs> I mean, it's a mariachi band. You see these things are wearing. I mean, how do you, you know, how do you ask for money when you're wearing clothes like that? I love them because they're not loud. They're singing in Spanish yeah. so I can practice. They are great at their instruments. They have an accordion. I mean, they really rock, Yeah, I think. The guy I really dislike the most, and I have a long list of most annoying buskers in New York, <laughs> but there's this, like, this Jimi Hendrix impersonator that hangs out in Union Square and plays like, uh, on like, a big boombox, like a bass line that he probably recorded in his bedroom. Mm-hmm. Like, like really loud, somewhat out of time bass line to say Foxy Lady while he sits there and jams over it. <laughs> He's got like, a big wide hat with a feather coming out of it and stuff. And he, I hate the saw and he lady. Le- he leans over his, you know, his cheap 
thought the saw lady is tough. Oh, I hate I'm not a big oh, yeah, pan yeah. flute person. Oh, <laughs> I don't, you know, oh. and I feel there's a guy at 50. You just hate Peruvians. No, I feel bad though, but like he's like his his name is Manifesto, and I was like, seems like <laughs> pan flutes are so horrifying. I see them everywhere in the world, like Stockholm. There they are. They're everywhere. You know, seriously, many cities in Europe, like. They pull, I'm like, how did you get over there, first of all? Yeah. But what kind of manifesto is provided by a pan flute? <laughs> I just don't see... Yeah. yeah. I don't want to grow it's up a manifesto. Frightening manifesto. A Peter Pan flute. So that song is a little dark, Bonnie. I'm sensing you might write the lyrics. <coughs> oh, it's not dark. I'm just too lazy to clean up. That's all. There might be a body in the bathroom. I might get hit by lightning. These are just things I think about. I had a really bad smell in my kitchen once, and it took me a week to find it. <laughs> And it was a rotting onion in a bag that I put like by the oven, and I searched the whole place, but I didn't see that. It was that smells really bad, just so you know. At least it was only an onion and not a rat. Yeah, well, I have, I have cats. There's not going to be a rat in there. There could be a rat. We have a song about rats too, but that's <laughs> yes, yes. It's yes, a little too heavy. <laughs> yeah, so, so we're not going to play that here. How long have you guys been at this? Just the two of you, just drums and bass. Yeah, about a year. Uh, what? Yeah, about a year this year? summer. A little more yeah. than a year. Yeah. So yeah, we've been and we're doing yeah. all right though. I mean, you know, yeah. it's not like we're playing like giant venues, but you know, we've been getting getting a lot. Of, you know, we play yeah. almost monthly, like places like Otto's, Hanks, um, Freddy's. Freddy's. They've been really nice. Those are Freddy's. Freddy's is great. Yeah, great. You know, and Freddy's. Like, we're, we're afraid we're gonna lose Freddy's, right? In the shadow of. The, yeah, the new, and they the moved uh, over to set. Like I guess you the, call it arena. Sunset Park, Park Slope, South Slope, whatever you want to call. Have it. Have you covered the new arena and all that? Have you been out there? Is that? Oh my gosh! I mean, let me tell you. Has it, has I'm in the movie. Has it oh, been as doing Daniel Goldstein? I was like well, yeah, actually me, has, in his documentary. I'm curious, <laughs> and, and my um, mic out. has it impacted the neighborhood as negatively as so many activists really predicted? Or because I haven't really heard that much hubbub since it's really been up and running. Yeah, you know, honestly, I you know it's weird. Ever since it actually came was built, I haven't personally haven't covered that much stuff there. So whereas I was there almost monthly for the for years. Right. <laughs> I mean, there was. You well, know, once the was, people were made homeless. Yeah, it was a big right. Yeah, it was. It was. You know. You know. And I mean, I. I don't know. I mean, is that the case? I mean, I'm asking because I because I don't know um, the people that were made. My friends who live there complain about the parking in the crowds. I mean, but it's that's not really a news story. People bitching about parking in crowds. I in mean, New York City. Yeah, it's kind of like, all oh, right, now you. Well, it's just another utterly charmless, you know, basketball arena. It's just <laughs> just, just, just what we needed. And I've, I've heard that I haven't been there yet. Yeah, I assume. You, have you guys been to a show there? Yeah, I saw Rush there. I went there. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I know. You guys, both, you guys are both Rush fans. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. yeah. I would have. Is that arts or is that seizures, Judy? That's seizures. Yeah, that's definitely seizures. Yeah, that's not arts. Seizures. I guess it's art rock. rock I had never rock. seen. I had never seen them, and I was, and I kind of like liked them when I was a teenager. I'm more of a. Punk so you're just person. waiting for the crowds to die down? I was scared because <laughs> they never really did the case of Rush. They're so fucking popular; it's unbelievable. I mean, 25 years later, they're not playing at BB Kings. They're playing at the fucking multiplex. But it was hysterical though, because it was really everybody. I mean, and Bunny. No offense. I mean, I, you, I, you're a woman and you love Rush, but for the most part, it was it was me. It was a bunch of forty five year old dudes, yeah. like reliving their youth there. And uh, the only cool thing that happened was when I walked out, um, I saw met Paul Rudd, the actor, uh-huh. and he's he made that movie with them, so he's like buddies with them, and it was like that was kind of exciting because he's like one of my faves, so I was very excited. We're going to open for them. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I walked out, and my friends were like. What was he doing? And I was like, oh, he's going backstage to see Rush. I'm like, and you didn't go with him? <laughs> yeah, you said celebrity, Roger. Like, Jeez. No, you, you know, see, like, the, you know, when you're a local news reporter, you can't say to Paul Rudd, 
Could you take? I'm going to just hang with you for the rest of the. Well, but chances are he's been watching you on TV this whole time and loves you. Well, he did. He was very nice. He recognized. He said, "I'm a big New York One fan." It was very nice. But I think that's where it ends. Like I think when I start saying, "Take me backstage," that's when I cross the line. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. I don't know. If I were Paul Rudd, I'd be bringing people backstage just to have some a buffer between me and Rush. Like, I don't know, but most of your roots aren't you guys like kind of like the punk rocks? Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's that. I mean, well, Buddy that's likes my esoteric yeah. like instrumental music bass nerd thing with Rush going on because Getty's the singer. He's a really good player. I love solo bass players, but yeah, we're more at heart like punkers. You know, I would say. Thank God. Okay. Yeah. No. Don't worry. We don't want. No. We don't want. We don't want people turning off, the their, sleep, turning yeah. off their. Yeah. You don't uh, sound like Rush at all. And, and I mean, you're so, you're so avant. You're practically you know, like no wave. Um, you know, like beatnik, avant beatnik. Some. Who else does bass and drums? I mean, like most people have like the black, white stripes had the guitar and drums. Yeah. Well, no, it's it's good. I mean, you say bass and drums. I mean, I think more like 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 dub reggae or public right. limited. You know, that sort of like kind of heavy approach to it. Yeah, it's really, and it's 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 kind of almost like a thing of convenience because like we have the same schedules, right? And we've thought about adding a guitar player and maybe a singer, but like the odds are that of someone who could join us in the mid afternoon at the same time we're available, and you have to teach Kristen Shaughnessy how to play a guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> or maybe my neighbor Pat Kiernan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just like the idea that we have a punk rocker has somehow infiltrated the local news media. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're sort of you're sort of like an Armenturian candidate. Right? Well, that's what happens a lot. Like, and Judy, you probably you, you know Manitoba is like I'll go there sometimes, or like sometimes I'll even go to Double Down, um, and I'll be there, and someone will just walk up to me and go like, "What the hell are you doing here? Are you doing a story?" <laughs> and I'm like, I'm "No, I like this There's place. There's a bar here. Yeah, it's funny, but people really do ask. Like, they're surprised that they. Yeah, you, you make a good point, Mike. Like, a lot of people don't put those things together. You know, no, it was like the first time I was, when I was like in high school or elementary school, and you saw one of your teachers at the shopping mall, and you know, just a complete disconnect that you exist outside of, <laughs> of that little box. And what in are the you cool doing box, here? Like, it's not like running into your shrink at the grocery store because everyone has to eat, but finding out like. Your news guy likes the same music as you. Well, you know, I, I think that's great because, you know, we're talking about um, well, eating local and we're sort of, you know, laughing because eating local is not always uh, the best thing. If it's not good, you shouldn't eat it. You should always eat what's good. But um, local news is the thing. I mean, I think that is really the future of news. It's why New York One's one of the few things that I'll actually turn on. I've stopped watching MSNBC. Frankly, as long as Al Sharpton's an employee, I do not take them seriously as a news uh, platform or venue, so fuck them. And everything is just basically too shrill. CNN is just, just so useless and boring. And it's the same thing over and over again. What I want is local news. I want to know stuff that directs me, uh, that affects me directly. I mean, even HuffPost, I, I cruise it. It's like, fuck it, it's become a celebrity tabloid practically half the time. At least New York One, if I want information about the mayoral primary, which we should talk about um, for a moment. Or, or just like, what's going on outside my door? I mean, New York One is much more valuable than any of those other things. Well, yeah. yeah. No, we appreciate it. They're doing a good job. I could not agree more about yeah. how interesting local issues are because yeah. you can do something. You can yeah. really, it affects you. Yeah, and Time Warner Cable should be kissing your ass because it's really the only reason a lot of people have are still there. It's because of New York One. I mean, we've thought about switching, and it's like, no, I have to watch Pat's papers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Pat read the paper in the mornings. I, I let Pat read me the papers. It's, <laughs> it's fine. I like it. 
it curates my it's news invaluable it's hard it's hard i give them a lot of crap I, I have to do it next sunday i'm filling in and like it is like reading the paper yeah it is really you know they just drop this like lump of papers in front of you and say go <laughs> it's yeah, you really, don't have your staff to do it I no in no, there. yeah they do it it's themselves. a yeah it's a cha- it really is a challenge i i actually like i'm like in cold sweats until i like actually get on the air and get it over with it's it's tough i've yeah. always been a fan of that segment but i also at the same time while i'm enjoying it because i like that he's scanning the headlines for me i also think that like why am i watching someone <laughs> scanning the headlines for me because, because it's like seven in the morning and you're like i don't feel like reading right now like, someone else reads to me I mean, that's sort of my morning routine. I, online, I do scan. Because I don't buy the New York Post every day like I used to, and I don't buy the New York Times every day like I used to. The New York Times, at least, is figured out digitally. I mean, it's such a good product, the New York Times, on the iPad. It works, and it's interactive, and it's great. The Post, when it was a quarter, I did buy it every day. The second it stopped being a quarter, I stopped buying it. Um, but I feel like to know what's going on in New York, I need to look at both the Post and the New York Times, and to some extent, the Daily News. But I, I scan the paper, same as Pat's there. But there I am, watching him read it to me. <laughs> He finds like little nooks and crannies and yeah. like you know things that you maybe might have missed or you know. He's in my book. I got I didn't know, I didn't yeah. know that. I should have brought you guys a that, copy. Well, that was a great coup. I remember how happy you were. Yeah, I was really happy I got no. Pat to I just you know, I asked him if I could lift something from the website. I forget what it was. I think it was about Britney Spears. And tell us again, Judy, what's the name of that book? The official book of sex, drugs and rock and roll lists. <laughs> which sold like ten copies. But Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so you guys should play another song. Um, let's give the dates for your gigs first. Oh, thanks. We appreciate that. Yeah. Um, we're playing Sunday, ne- yeah. the twenty second, at Otto's at six p.m. And that's like Frank Woods. Uh, yeah, Frank, Frank Woods yeah. wind down Sundays, yeah, which, which are really good yeah. rock and roll fun, actually. And he's a riot. He's, he's so funny. He is. Yeah. He's totally. A, yeah. So it's he's a good host, he, and it's a lot of fun. He could be your next big perp walk. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way he goes around with the bucket and bullies everyone to, into paying up, oh, which yeah. they should. That pays for our next rehearsal. We love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got it. You know, the, the, the bucket gig or the basket gig, as used to be known back in back in the day, is never really, really gone. Yeah, the idea of like, of, uh, I mean, someone, I, a friend of mine is in a band, and, and he told me, he said, yeah, we got paid. I was like, you got paid? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, what? I You're never like heard Madonna. of Madonna. Yeah, I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I like the bucket better. I yeah. feel like people should have the chance to check you out, and if they don't want to pay you, fine. But they got a chance for free. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of like that better. Yeah, well, I like the bucket. I mean, for certain certain yeah. things, it works. It's a certainly very democratic yeah. way to do things. And some places have different. Like some have a bucket, some have like a pumpkin. You know, <laughs> yeah. some have. Oh, yeah. That's kind of festive. Yeah, right. Pumpkin. Yeah. And don't you have a show at the way station coming up too? Or am I oh wrong? yeah, we have yeah we have uh, autos again on Friday, October twenty fifth at something like ten p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the way station, November, Friday, November 16th, I believe, or is it? Yeah, Saturday? we go, it's a Saturday night. We go on eight o'clock and you were talking about drum and drum and bass combos. And we're playing with these guys even twice who we met at Freddy's and have been great friends and they are sick, like drum space. Like you would never, you would think there's like five guys in the band. They're wow. re- really good. Really, really, really top notch. So it would be a fun night. Yeah. And we should make it clear that Roger doesn't usually play bongos. He actually has a real drum set. <laughs> yeah. Not that it's, it sounds great here, but... I'm digging it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's so far out. It's, it's like very, crazy. It's very beatnik. So what are we going to hear next? We're going to hear Havana, where they have great food, and you know it just makes you appreciate what you have. And you were there, and, right? That's, that's sort of based on your travels, right? Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. It's like a lot of sort of Spanish colonial old cities. Um, the buildings are crumbling. The sidewalks are crumbling. It's just miserable. But, you know, the food is great, and you just have to appreciate what you have here, <laughs> most importantly, you know. All right, here's Perp Walk doing Havana. Mm-hmm. 
find you that clip or I'm at least, fired at, so, at least cats meowing <laughs> Roger aren't you worried that the New York Post is listening to Arts and Seizure and they're going to say there's a communist working at NY1 <laughs> <laughs> you become less of a communist yeah that's true Speaking of communists, there was a notable lack of them in the, in the uh, recent mayoral primary. I wanted to discuss that since we have a genuine New York one reporter here. Um, I guess uh, no runoff, right? We got uh, Mr. de Blasio is our candidate is now. That for, is that for certain? Is that for certain? I think there's still like one more, like uh, tomorrow could, could be a key day. As tomorrow far could as be a key day? Now I'm kind of hoping for I, yeah, a I, runoff yeah. because I found out that de Blasio was behind Atlantic Yards and all this shit. And facing eviction myself, I want the most pro-tenant candidate possible. Yeah, I don't know if there is, is a pro-tenant candidate that could possibly win a general election. I just don't think that's the way this game yeah. game goes. It's so tough, though, when, like, I like growing up, I, you know, this is such a political city. And, like, you know, my, my, my grandmother was, like, in the Democratic Club. And we were always told they were big Kennedy fans. Right, and we always course. talked about politics at dinner and stuff. And but then when you become a reporter, yeah, you're like I can't neutral. tell anybody my opinion anymore. <laughs> like it's so weird, and like you have to catch me, like you know, drunk. I have to double down, like the get smart uh, umbrella of, of silence, cone of silence. Kind of silence, yeah. So yeah, exactly. So it's like yeah, it's, it's kind of like I I've been dying to say stuff, like you know, so many. Wow. I mean, seriously, this I'm sure this pro, the, with the, the cast of characters we've had, like, oh my god, so many times, like you know, especially with Twitter, I'm bad with, I'm so bad. You, Judy, you've seen my tweets. Sometimes they're a little, 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 you know, I might have a couple of things here and there, but an opinion or two, yeah. But um, I've been like biting my tongue. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, well this this I mean, yeah. this election cycle has been a gift to the New York Post. I mean, they have really <laughs> shown. They have risen to the occasion. They really have. With, with, uh, like Wiener limps yeah. or whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's just like Wiener and Spitzer. Just, yeah. it was I just gross. leave it to the political unit. We have a great political unit in New York. One like Errol Lewis, Bob Hart is our political director. who, And they're just great. And they do a great job. And they've, I mean, those poor guys, like, 
they're exhausted because <laughs> they're like, <laughs> I mean, they're they're so they can't well, wait for this election to be over. But uh, sure. they're doing such a great job. Yeah. New York City politics, not a bunch of New York State politics. It looks corrupt bunch of bullshit I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. <laughs> I, I mean, man, that's a gig I do not envy. Oh man, yeah, I don't, uh, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. I don't so know. what's your what's your what's your next story? I mean, do any more crazy stuff? Going trapeze, trapezing, or rock climbing, or surfing? I'm trying any to more of the adventure week. journalism. I'm, try, I've been, I'm trying to do a story about uh, uh, this company that makes saltwater taffy. Like I, <laughs> somebody pitched <laughs> it to me, York? and I was like, I like saltwater taffy. I like saltwater. I could taffy. do that. I can't. My teeth are too shot to ever eat that again. It will no, and I know what will happen that day is I will be in pain because yeah. I I know I have cavities. You know when you know you have the cavities, you just yeah yeah. I'm like it's probably not a good idea, but it seems like it'll be fun. I like taffy. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't like taffy? Maybe that's I a new love song. Taffy. Uh, yeah. Taffy? Jersey Shore, something like that. Jersey yeah, Poor taffy. Seaside Heights. Yeah, I mean, oh like, gosh, yeah. Anyway. Can you dig it? Well, guess what, Judy? It's a now, new it show. It can't be a whole half hour already. It's, really. it's uh, the Arts and Seizure show now, but still the fastest 30 minutes on the internet today. Roger, uh, where can we find you in Perpwalk? Uh, yeah. inter- and the internet? Yeah, um, yeah, sure. Uh, check out, believe it or not, we still have a MySpace MySpace. Page. Wow. Perpwalk NYC. That has all our stuff. And then uh, it's on Facebook, too, and... Twitter, Roger Clark 41. I'll give you all the details and all the stuff. And hey, guys, congratulations. Seriously, thank you so much. This was like a, such an honor for, to be asked to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, You've you broken know. our new show up yeah. perfectly. I mean, you guys <laughs> are great. Congratulations and uh, you know, much success. Yeah. And now we'll feed you pizza. All right. Yum. Can you dig it for uh, Judy McGuire? This is Mike Edison. Thanks, Joe the Engineer. Perp Walk. See you guys next week on Arts and Seizure. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.